What mm -hmm. emotional wellness do you have? How can a bad traffic experience make you going to work and now your whole day's messed up, you're mad at everybody just from you being in traffic for two hours? So that's where the self-management comes in. I know when I walk into this door, I need to speak. I need to say good morning. I know Betty likes me to have a two-minute conversation with her. John wants me to shake his hand and ask him how his kid was. So again, it's learning how to manage the different levels of emotions. Now on the other side, it is now you need to be aware of other people so you can influence their behavior. Leaders need constant developing. It might be on the personal side of development or the professional side, but essentially the work that you do on yourself will benefit how you show up as a leader in the home as well as within the workplace. Check out these testimonials from some clients I've worked with in the past and make sure you book your session soon. They want to continue on this journey because it has been very beneficial for me. Um, like I said, I'm not the same person. I don't feel like I'm the same person I was five weeks ago. How I fit your strategic goal. And they're like, wow, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that does. I mean, I'll... I, I'm glad. I'm glad you got me there because that's that's good. So, you feel it was accurate. Like, what was your feedback? I think it was definitely accurate. Thank you so All much. Right. This was fantastic. You're welcome. You're welcome. And you have period. Like, how do you feel now? I do want to be successful in my business. Um, I need to work on me. I'm like, I'm happy right now. I am. I'm, that's this is good. good. So, what are you waiting for? Schedule your session today. What's up, guys? Thank you for joining me on another episode of Internal Fire. I hope you guys enjoyed part one. And if you haven't listened to part one, go back, check it out. And then you can come and partake in part two of the conversation that I had on Shannon's podcast. And we have been talking about some great things. We also have Corey Sigu there, who is my business partner from Act Leadership and Management Consulting. And we're really going to go in and wrap up this conversation that we had. And we talked about engagement, the work that leaders need to do, EQ versus IQ, a lot of great stuff. So as always, get your notepads, get your note-taking materials, and let's get into this message. All right, next up we have, and I know this is big for Aisha. What is more important, a leader with a high IQ or a high EQ? And Aisha, You know, this is my this thing. <laughs> okay, so now we're in the realm of emotional intelligence. And for many people, um, they're not a, they don't have that level of understanding of, they're just, this isn't, a, this isn't, the language that a lot of us um, are hearing or learning about, right? Mm -hmm. So we have the high IQ aspect. We go to school, we get the certifications, we get the skills and all these things that we think is gonna benefit us in leadership. But what studies have shown is individuals with the higher EQ, the, emotionally, the emotional quotient, AKA emotional intelligence, actually are more successful. You can have somebody with mm -hmm. a average IQ, but high EQ and they will run circles around that leader that has a master's degree, PhD, all these certifications. Why? It's because they have mastered emotional intelligence. So now there's two aspects of emotional intelligence. You have the aspect that is about you personally, that self-awareness and self-management. Are you aware who you are? Do you know how you show up? Do you know your strengths and blind spots? And now, now that I know my emotions, and again, we need to stop looking at emotions just from the aspect of happy, sad, angry. Under happy, mm -hmm. there's levels to happy. 
I'll be on a call with the straight face and they're like, what's wrong? I'm fine, right? I'm on a different, <laughs> versus when I'm on a call and I'm cracking yeah. jokes, I'm still fine. So there's different levels of our emotions, but we've learned it from such a basic lens instead of knowing the levels, right? And it's the same mm -hmm. thing for us. There are levels to us. We are driven by emotions on a regular basis. Everything we do is emotional based. I'm giving you all this because I'm passionate. That's an emotion, right? Yeah. So, you know, when Corey talks, he's excited with, oh man, I'm so, like, there's different emotions that you're going to see even in this conversation, but we are literally driven by emotion. And we're for many leaders. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys, I'm excited. You see the passion and emotion. So for many of us, we don't know, we're not aware of showing up on a regular basis. What mm -hmm. emotional wellness do you have? How can a bad traffic experience make you go into work and now your whole day's messed up, you're mad at everybody just from you being in traffic for two hours? So that's where the self-management comes in. I know when I walk into this door, I need to speak. I need to say good morning. I know Betty likes me to have a two-minute conversation with her. John wants me to shake his hand and ask him how his kid was. So again, it's learning how to manage the different levels of emotions. Now on the other side, it is now you need to be aware of other people so you can influence their behavior. I know that mm -hmm. when Betty comes in and she's upset, I know that Betty likes, you know, this type of coffee or she, I know this is what's going to connect with her. So now how can I make sure that I connect with her, help her pivot from this situation so now I can influence those good vibes and now she can be more productive. So those are the layers of EQ that you need to know because we are driven off of emotion. That is the most dominant part of the brain. Even children, when you guys say, were you thinking when you did that? They worked because their emotions are the driver. <laughs> the amygdala yeah. is the main dominant piece in most children's um, brains for uh, as we're developed. So the practical thinking doesn't really mature until you're in your mid-20s. And if you add someone that's been through trauma like myself, if you've dealt with somebody that's been through some events that's shaking up their lives, that's why you have some adult babies, because they have mm -hmm. not been able to tap into that rationalization part of the brain. So we literally need to have a level of understanding of how to be aware of our emotions, how we show up, how we can influence and pivot that. And again, now we need to also do it as leaders where we understand how people are showing up and how we can influence those behaviors. So EQ is always going to outrun or outbeat IQ because we are driven off of emotions. And once you can master that, even when we make buying decisions, you know, people based off of our uh, base of their marketing off of our emotions, Mm -hmm. Marketing, a lot of these um, um, social media companies are learning about how to manipulate our emotions because that is the main source of how we move. So now as a leader, if you master EI, your EQ, you get to that next level. Now you can implement that in how you lead versus just saying, I got a master's degree. Now you can tap into that. And now your leadership style and your leadership level is going to be off the roof. So that's why you need to really start to have an understanding of your EQ versus your IQ, because once you master that, now you are taking your leadership to a whole nother level. OK, there's my rants. In <laughs> her bag. <laughs> and so so and the thing is, we have to understand that we work we work with a or we, we live with, we survive with a people who are not focused on logic, but they are focused on emotion, right? We act off emotion. Mm -hmm. And so when you understand that, that gives you your answer. What's more important, IQ or EQ? I was always taught as a, as a kid, you, you got to get smarter. You got to read these books. You got you to gotta mm -hmm. bring in all the knowledge, right? 
But they told me to do all these things, but in the wrong direction because they wanted me to read books because they were like, well, if you're a certain level of smart, right? If you're a certain level of intelligence. But in reality, I think it's 60% of people see more success in the job place if they have a higher emotional intelligence than they do when they see they have any the actual IQ, right? Like, if that doesn't tell you how to pivot and what you need to focus on, I don't know what does. We talked about the bag. We talked about the environment that you want to be in. If you want to be around these types of things, if you want to really get what you want to get, your emotional intelligence, understanding how you need to show up, right? Understanding what motivates you, right? Understanding how to how to operate in society. I talked about the guy who might be the when you went it went like that. Those are things that he could just work on, right? And then mm-hmm. his emotional intelligence increases. And so what we what we fail to realize is most of these jobs don't have anything to do with this quote unquote intelligence level that we have. Uh, we talk leadership, right? And there's a lot of leaders that I run across and they say, man, if I could just get more talent, if I could just get smarter people, if I could just get people who can critically think better, right? That's not it, right? Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they're not critically thinking because you're probably not tapping into the emotional intelligence or you haven't assessed what level of emotional intelligence, right? All three mm-hmm. of us on this on this podcast right now, the people in the comments right now, they probably, they they're listening to the podcast for a reason, right? We're providing them with some type of knowledge, some type of growth. They go to conferences, right? We go to conferences. We get coaching programs, right? We get all these things to be able to build us up. We read books not to just get knowledge, but we read books to say, okay, how can I operate in these situations? How did that person do this, right? We don't read books just to say, well, another book down. There are some people who do it, but again, that's the wrong direction to go into. And so I should say something about how to show up. We have to understand, first and foremost, again, the people of emotion. I used to have an associate every single day will walk in. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. How's it going? You know, every single day I walked in one morning. I was there early. I was like 45 minutes early. I was in the I was in the work. I'm typing along. I'm looking like Kermit. I'm like, let's get it right. (laughs) And so she walks up and I didn't even realize she was right there because she sat like down the end of the road. And so the shift started. I'm still working. We had a little power session or whatnot. And she walks up to me and she says, uh, Corey, you OK today? Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I, you know, I'm every day. Same thing. And she was like, uh, like all of a sudden I saw one drop and I was like, oh, boy, here it comes. What's she about to do? And I immediately I took the I took the box and I pushed that thing on over to her because I was like, I don't do crying. Um, and so she, I said, so what's wrong? Like, talk to me. I said, you need to go out in the section or whatnot. We can talk about it. And she said, well, you didn't tell me good morning when I walked in this morning. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. But it's understanding that you have to know where people are coming from. She looked forward to that every single morning, right? She looked forward to me telling that to her and acknowledging her. And the thing is underlyingly, we may not know that could be the highlight of that person's day. That could Mm -hmm. be the reason a person comes to work every day. We don't know what they deal with outside of work. For them to have gotten to work and this particular individual, for her to get to work every single day, it was big for her, right? So for me to acknowledge that from her, that's something that she's like, oh, man, I I know Corey's about to tell me good morning this morning. I know he's going to acknowledge me. I'm going to feel more valuable, right? And so those are the types of things. So I just I don't want people to forget about IQ. I want people to not put IQ on a pedestal that it's on right now. I want people to Mm -hmm. put EQ on a pedestal right now, because if you put EQ on a pedestal, the data itself alone will tell you that you, that you're going to go and get what you need to get. 
definitely. Like, you know, I, I kind of look at it as IQ will get you the job, but EQ will help you build the career. Mm, love it. You know, that's it. That's good. You know, like the, the both of you hit on such such vital points, you know, and, and I think, too, you know, I agree with you also. I think, too, that people put too much on the IQ part of it. You know, how smart are you? How many degrees can you hang on your office wall? But then nobody likes you. Nobody talks to you. You can't lead people or you get put in a, in a supervisory you know, position and everybody's quitting. You know, we've all seen that person. It's like, dang, they can't never keep people in that section. Like what, what in the world is going on here? They're, they're smart. They have, you know, they have this degree. They have this certificate. They've done this training. What's going on? And, it, you know, it's what you both alluded to. Their EQ is in the toilet. You know, they don't know how to talk to people. They don't know how to, you know, be empathetic. They don't know how to address problems in the proper way. It's, it's like they just have this tunnel vision of being a machine. Don't go anywhere. Stay right here for the other half of this message. That'll be back to you in one second. Before you finish the rest of this podcast, I wanted to personally invite you to part two of the launch, leverage, and lead 2021 kickoff. Yes, part two. Part one went so well that we decided to add more to it and you don't want to miss it. Grab your seat. They're limited. Register by texting Act and Lead to 443-230-5587. Again, text Act and Lead as it sounds with the and sign in the middle. So ACT, the and sign lead to 443-230-5587. You don't want to miss it. Everybody that was a part of it loved it. And I want you, we want you, you need to ensure that you have an effective plan so you can launch, leverage, and lead in 2021. You know, I know me for myself, like what Corey was just talking about with how other staff notice things about you that you don't even notice about yourself. Like the first time I became a supervisor, I had a similar experience. And, so, you know, it's like maybe one or two o'clock that afternoon. And one of my staff came to my office. It was like, uh, I just got a question. Did I do something? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like we, we've been here since 530 this morning. What in the world are you talking about? Did you do something? Well, I want to know why you mad with me. And I'm like, what are you talking about mad with you? Like I'm, I'm chilling. I'm in a good mood today. But you didn't speak this morning. You know, so I, I definitely, you know, know where you're coming from with that, with that one chord. Like it's, it's crazy. And I was like, okay, this morning I was running late. I had to do this. I had to do that. I'm trying to get everybody together. I'm supervising 65 people. I'm trying to make sure we get to go. And can get up out of here. Didn't even think about it. But any other day, I went and spoke to every single person. That day I didn't, and that person took it personally. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. But in the grand scheme of things, it's the little things like that that matter to your people when you're in a leadership position. You know, remembering birthdays or telling somebody, you know, hey, you know, we're thinking about you when they had a loss in the family. You know, show people that you're human, not just that. Hey, I have this title. I'm over top of you. You know, I just need you to do your work. Like you said, get your check and go home. Like it's, it's bigger than that. It's so much bigger than that. And, and just so you guys know, that doesn't change in COVID. COVID has forced a lot of leaders to lead a lot differently and engage differently because you're in the virtual space. Every morning, I post a good morning in our group chat. And I put like, right now we're doing a Halloween theme, right? So I do memes okay. in there and I say good morning. They look forward to that every morning. 
by you calling and checking and saying, hey, how you doing? How's the family? I know you're home managing work and the kids. How's it going? Doing those checks and balances are also important. So even though we might not be for some of you all that might not be seeing your team face to face or maybe you do have a virtual team, you work with some VAs. How many of you all are taking five minutes just to talk to them? And again, just like I said, I, we had talked about it earlier um, on the other live, other live we did. I always ask a lot of leaders, can you identify three things that you know about your team? Three things. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about, yes, we know your birthday. You can probably look that up. But do you know that so-and-so likes coffee and they like only Starbucks and they only drink like that strawberry vintage, whatever that stuff is. I'm trying to drink coffee. <laughs> but do you know that? Do you know that so-and-so is a single mom and she has two twin daughters? Do you know like little, like really intricate mm-hmm. things, right? It might not be super detailed, but like those little things, are you paying attention? Do you know at least three things? And if the answer is no, that means you're not really studying and connecting with your team effectively. So it, it all it takes is a group chat. All it takes is, hey, my my leadership, we created a, uh, a chat group for all the female leaders. We all connect once a week and we talk things out about a variety of things. We've also now included our managers and supervisors underneath of us to check in with them because there was one of them that was struggling during COVID. So all those little small things that you can start incorporating even in this virtual space is important too. So create that group chat, call them, ask them how the kids are doing. Oh man, I I heard it was picture day today. How did the picture day go? Like little things like that matter. So don't allow engagement to stop just because we are virtual. Find innovative ways, again, to, again, leaders are made, right? Now you have to shift and find a new way to engage virtually. And there's so many apps and different ways you can do that. You can even send virtual birthday cards, by the way. I thought that was really cool. I was like, and you can get people to sign the virtual birthday card. I was like, come through. So it's little things like that that matters to some people. I don't I don't care. I don't think it's a big deal. But for people, they do. So I need to tap into that as a leader. You know, and I'm sitting here laughing because the next question was actually, what are some creative ways that you can lead and motivate your team throughout this pandemic with most work being done remotely? You know, a lot of people are, are struggling right now, you know, because like you said, they, they don't have that face to face interaction. And especially for a lot of people that are like extreme extroverts, they are really going through it right now, you know, having to work remotely. And, and some people, you know, I've talked to said that their supervisors zooming them to death. Like they want to do four or five zones a day just to be around some people and, and converse, you know. So, uh, you know, Corey, I, I guess we'll throw this one to you. It says, I just took the ball around with it, uh, not even knowing that that was the next question. So what do you have for this one? No, I got you. And and so before we move on to that, because I got you on that one for sure. Um, just something last about EQ. There's probably some academics out there listening to this. Uh, there's probably some people who are stuck in like academia and they're like, well, I got to get smarter. I got to do this schoolwork. Right. And so something that one of my good friends told me, he ended up, he ended up going to Rice University, which is like the they, they call it the Harvard of the South. Right. And so he was in this program where he gets a fellowship with all these other Ivy League schools. And so he mm. said, man, did you know going to these Ivy League schools and he's going to MBA at the time? He said, did you know getting this going to Ivy League schools? Man, all they do is like party and take trips. And I was like, well, wait, what? And so I'm thinking about that and I'm like, well, what, is, what does that mean? And so I spoke to one of his uh, one of his peers one day and uh, he said, yeah, he said the coursework is pretty is pretty rigorous. But he said there's a lot of times where we will go out on a boat like we took a trip overseas together as a class. We did these things together. We had this fellowship hall and whatnot. What is that telling you underlying the EQ? Right. Because you got to know how to interact in person. And so although you have this coursework, 
right? The school, the Ivy League school, which typically we put them on a pedestal and say, this is like the 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 top institution that you can go to. Even them, they're like, let's go ahead and work on this EQ underlyingly. But to get to your question about how to lead through the pandemic, right? Through virtual learning, uh, or I should say through virtual teams and whatnot. And a lot of, you know, got trainers right now. The trainers have had to pivot from training in person where you can feel the energy of the room, where you can feel all mm-hmm. that, to you, now you got to do it over Zoom, right? You got to do it over WebEx. And so a couple of things, right? The If you don't have WebEx teams, I think it's an amazing tool because you can send on, it, it, you have Skype, no shade to Skype, but you can send, what do they call it? GIFs or GIFs? <laughs> you can send that over over WebEx teams. So okay. there's days where I've communicated with my team and it's just GIFs all day, right? And they're just, you're shooting one at me, I'll shoot one back at you. You're telling me how your mood is, that type of stuff, okay. right? Please, please, please do not WebEx, do not Zoom people to death. Because what that, what that underlyingly tells people is, I don't trust you to work from home. Exactly. I don't really think you're doing what you're doing. When in reality, you can't control that. But what you can control is what is your mood while you're at home, right? So there's certain things that you want to do. We talked about one time um, what I used to do is it's called a power hour, right? So we're not in the office. We're not together. We can't feel off each other. We can't feed off each other, joke around. I can't turn around and be like, hey, is it, is it going good today? Right. So let's do power. Hour. We're all in a we're all in a WebEx at one point in time. We're just all talking. How'd your day go? And it could be 15 minutes. It could be 10 minutes just to get that feeling of we're together again. Right. So you want to get that camaraderie. Right. So the other piece to this, and I think it's very vital that we touch on this during like not being face to face during a time where we can't touch each other is I want you to touch the mind of your associates. I want you to touch the mind of your people and how do you develop them, right? Are you taking the time out of your day to really develop people beyond what they're developing right now? So are you tapping into the emotional intelligence, right? What piece did you identify that maybe y'all can work on together, right? We, mm-hmm. We've talked about on the cipher and all this stuff, the disc assessment, we've talked about the Myers-Briggs. Can you tap into that stuff and have them be, oh, wait a minute. And so you're engaging them without even having to be in front of them. They come back with some work. Man, did you know Did you know that I was this type of person? Did you know that I was that? So you can pull them in with different ways without having to be in front of them. So start with start with the GIF, though. You can WebEx teams. It's, it's, it's impeccable. <laughs> nice. Those, the, listen, those memes work, man. I do them every morning, and my team looks forward to it. They're like, my supervisor, my military leader was like, is everything okay? You guys are so quiet. Just because my meme didn't go through. I didn't even realize it didn't go through. And she's like, what's going on? It's so, I'm just like, oh, it just didn't go through. So it's those little things that matter. Do the check-ins, reach out to people. But just like Corey hit on, like, do you trust your team? And that also, again, there's a level of emotional intelligence. How do they feel? How are they showing up? And then are you assessing the workload? Okay. Are things getting done? Are deadlines Mm -hmm. being met? If they are, then back off a little bit and even Mm -hmm. recognize for yourself if you are somebody that needs to be on Zoom all the time because you are extrovert or you just need that attention or you need to drive people in, 
then don't kill your team because of that need that you have. I really want you to take time and identify where that need comes from. Is it a deeper rooted issue? Because you needed that much FaceTime might be literally a level of personal development that you need to go through versus now you're just remedying it by needing to be around people. We have to realize as leaders, we need time to be alone and self-assess, be self-aware. We need that quiet time and it's hard for some people, but really identify why is it so hard for you to disconnect? Because again, a lot of times it's a deeper rooted issue that you need to process through. And that might be something you need to invest in a therapist, a coach, somebody to help you navigate that because maybe there's a bigger story to why you have to be around people so much. And we want to remedy that because again, now it's affecting our leadership. We have to remember our traumas, our pains, our issues, our vices show up in our businesses. It shows up in our leadership. My trust issues showed up in my leadership. My All that my, my wanted to be in control because I was bullied as a little girl. It came up in, in my leadership. Like, y'all ain't going to bully me, so I'm going to be harder and tougher. <laughs> all that I'm serious. All that yeah. stuff showed up. So how are you? Are you making sure that you're assessing yourself? And again, going through that process of that first phase of emotional intelligence, doing the self-assessment, really understanding yourself, working through that so it doesn't affect how you show up in your business or how you show up as a leader in your organization. So what were your takeaways? This is the part of the episode where we reflect and you think about what Oprah has coined the aha moment, that moment where you're like, ooh, that resonated. That made sense. That connected with me. You know what? I need to go back and think about that or listen to that part again. And we hit really hard on engagement. Specifically, we talked about EQ versus IQ. And EQ is that emotional quotient, emotional intelligence. And just to reiterate, emotional intelligence is having that awareness of how you show up. I call it the show up. How your emotions cause you to show up in the world, in management, in business, within your household. And now it's also the other side of how do you manage to show up. If you know that you are one of those individuals that tends to get triggered and maybe you're not even aware that you get triggered and that's why you show up a certain way in your organization or in your business, it's becoming more aware of that. And also now it's also managing that. And management might require you to get some additional tools, some support, some just some additional you know, uh, things that can really help you show up better. And now you can have the management tools. And now on the flip side, now it's becoming more aware of how other people are showing up and adding that influence factor. Because especially once we start getting to certain levels, we need a team. You might be at the level now where you have a team. Well, how can you truly lead them if you can't lead yourself? Self-motivation is one of the key components of emotional intelligence, especially for self. But it's also on the other side. When it comes to your team, how are you able to influence and motivate those individuals? Are you going to practice what you preach? Because you can motivate them all day, but then you walk in and you come in and you're allowing your emotions to dictate and rule and affect how you show up. So I call it the show up and the show up is so important and I talk about it so much. But guys, it's a game changer. Why? Because I experienced it. I was at individuals that, w- that was coming into work, leading from a one size fits all process, not even being aware that I was, I was affecting my team in a way that wasn't positive to the point that they were all about to abandon ship. And I'm like, man, I have been working next to these individuals for all this time and I wasn't even aware that I was not being effective. It was a wake-up call for me. 
So awareness is something that you not only need to take time and do for yourself on a regular basis, you need to sometimes assess the people you're around because I always talk about a leader, a leader in the household, because a lot of us wear multiple hats. We are leaders in the household. We're leaders within our organization. We also have a business that we're running. So we have all these different hats that we wear of all these other people that we connect with. But how much are we paying attention to how they're showing up in the world as well from your clients and your clients internally, meaning in your team, those individuals that are pushing your mission and vision and your other client, who are those individuals that, again, that you want to attract to your business or attract to your organization to purchase your product and service and so on. There's a level of awareness that you want to have because if I'm more aware of how my customer is showing up, I may be able to influence them, get them on a side where they can purchase that product and service. If I'm aware of my team member and I know that they're dealing with things or if I can really help them and give them tools to get them to the other side of it, now again, that's going to help produce productivity. That's going to help boost retention rates. There's going to be so many other things that that are beneficial by you becoming not only aware of yourself, but also aware of others. So where we talk about this and the passion that I have about this is because, again, I lived it. I was there. And I tell business owners as well, if you know that you want to blow up, if you know that's a part of the process, you're going to need a team. You're going to need a team. And even now within your nine to five and say maybe you're managing both, you want to take the opportunity to try to lead within your organization so you can hit the bumps and the bruises. You can really have an understanding of how to put this into play because information can get you but so far. Now there's another factor that you have to add to it where you can create a healthy leadership rhythm of both IQ and EQ. And now you can outperform those individuals in the other sections, or you can outperform other businesses, and now you can lead within your industry. Or even if your goal is to get to other tiers of leadership, now you can outperform your competition because any job that you apply for, if they have other candidates, what's going to make you stand out? But if you've taken time to build up your IQ, your EQ, you've taken time to understand and get self-awareness of yourself, learn how to manage it, how to understand others and utilize that on the other side to help influence them. Now you're helping with the productivity and how they're showing up in the organization. People are like ride or die for you. They're so pumped to work for you because you've taken time to understand, learn and support them effectively. And then it goes full circle. Now what's helping your business really produce. Now it's helping your organization really produce. And when you are hitting all the targets and goals, they're like, man, what are you doing? So when you go and you apply for that job, you can say, yes, I was able to execute this amount of numbers of sales. And I was able to rev up this. I was able to do this all because you've taken time to take your leadership skills to another level. So I hope that stuff resonated with you. Maybe you took away more than that, than what I took away from. But remember, Individuals don't typically quit the organization. They typically quit the leader. That's why you need leadership development. And also know that EQ outperforms IQ. So what are you going to do to get yourself to the next level? So as always, I appreciate you guys tuning in today. Follow me on all social media platforms. I just updated my social media handle to Miss Aisha Thomas. Yes, Miss Aisha Thomas rebrand, okay? Because I do more than speak. I coach, I train. I support organizations in a multitude of ways. So in 2020, you know, I got to level it up. So follow me on social media platforms. If you have questions, please email me, info at AishaThomas.org, DM me. I would love to support you in any kind of way. Or maybe you have a, maybe a topic you want me to talk about. 
Maybe it's something else that came to mind. You're like, yeah, I want you to discuss that. Let me know. And as always, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Go apply that information that you learned. And I will see you guys next week. I got you. It's coming. Are you ready to ignite the fire? We are Speak Fire. Oh, and by the way, that's fire with a Y. What's going on, everyone? Internal fire. Student fire. Young fire. Father's fire. Leadership fire. Champion fire. (laughs) (laughs) Unlocking the fire within. Thank you all for tuning in. Let's grow. Speak fire. Speakfire.com. Speak fire with a Y. We have a new episode that comes out every Monday at 4 a.m. Are you going to be up with us? Deuces. I want to shout out all my faithful listeners for tuning in every week. And don't forget to follow me on social media at Miss Aisha Speaks on all platforms. That's M-S-A-I-S-H-A Speaks. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Turn your notifications on and leave a comment if this podcast has blessed you in any kind of way. I thank you for all your support. Many blessings to you.